Hello and welcome to QPod, QIC's investor podcast series. I'm Craig Valenzuela, Managing Director for Global Business Development at QIC. I'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. I would also like to pay my respects to Elders past, present and emerging and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Each Friday, we invite our listeners to take 10 and get the latest economic update from our in-house economics team. Today, our Chief Economist, Dr. Matthew Peter, will be taking us through the very interesting inflection point investors are finding themselves in. The economy is now showing early and slow signs of improvement after being ground to a halt when COVID disrupted our lives around the world. But global markets have seemingly bounced back, with the US market exhibiting the V-like recovery in pricing, a rebound from March's historical lows. This also comes in a week with China and US tensions continuing to rise, COVID still unfolding in the US and the Americas, particularly Brazil, and Europe and Japan generating yet more fiscal stimulus. Welcome again, Matthew. Hi, Craig. Great to be here. Matthew, I was hoping we could start locally. As we continue in our phase one of the economy reopening, this week the government moved forward in its thinking towards the post-COVID era, with the PM's address unveiling the JobMaker Initiative with its emphasis on improving workforce skills. Job seeker, job keeper, and now job maker, Matthew, it's clear messaging. However, are we ready to look so far forward when we are still in the midst of a crisis? Well, Craig, I, I think the timing's perfect now. We need to take advantage of the current spirit of national unity that COVID's um, generated to cast aside those political and ideological divides that have been so damaging to workplace reform and the effective delivery of skills training. Look, our our post-COVID economic success is going to rely heavily on fostering those industries uh, outside of mining and agriculture in which we realistically can compete in international markets, industries such as tourism and hospitality, educational services, and high-tech manufacturing, such as biotech. Now, a common feature these industries share is their high labour content. So it's critical that we reignite productivity growth. What we need is an accord mark two between the union movement, between businesses, industry groups and government that delivers the right mix of wage incentives and productivity gains. We also need better coordination among state and federal governments to deliver an official skills training program. And the Job Maker Initiative shows that the government and the union movement are leading the way, and let's hope that businesses and state governments can follow suit. Yeah, well said, Matthew. And whilst we're on the subject of government policy, uh, yesterday uh, our RBA Governor, Philip Lowe, weighed into the JobKeeper debate. He indicated the program warranted extension beyond its September cutoff date. Given that the government finds itself with an unexpected $60 billion windfall from those original costings, Matthew, should the government keep the program going? Well, I agree with Dr Lowe uh, that the program should be extended if the recovery falters. However, if the pace of economic recovery permits, the level of stimulus should be withdrawn as planned. Uh, the government should keep as much dry fiscal powder as possible so that down the track, it's in a position to fund projects that support productivity boosting structural change, which hopefully the Job Maker Initiative can deliver. 
So plenty of water to go under the bridge with job maker. Can we change uh, tack, please, Matthew? Uh, it's difficult to ignore the remarkable rally we've seen in equity markets since their initial lows, which extended further this week, with even uh, stocks such as travel stocks and airlines rebounding. It's certainly risk on again, Matthew, this week. Uh, we earlier referred to the equity market being almost V-shaped in its recovery. Does this mean we can expect a V-shaped recovery in the global economy? Well, Craig, the, the equity market rebound has indeed been remarkable. Um, the S&P 500, for example, is now within striking distance of its February high point, which is itself an all-time record high. I often think the man in the street would find it astonishing that the US equity market could retest its record high point so soon, uh, particularly given the current economic reality and the enormous challenges COVID continues to present. And among economists, uh, I don't think even the most optimistic among us expect that our economies are going to return quickly to pre-COVID levels. Yes, that's quite interesting. Um, is this then a case of irrational exuberance on the part of these equity investors, Matthew, or is it really a good sense of clarity around the economic recovery? Well, I think apart from the current market optimism around the reopening of the economies, we shouldn't underestimate the support to the equity market provided by monetary and fiscal policy. You know, central banks have injected an enormous amount of liquidity into the global financial system. Governments have provided support through fiscal initiatives that lower the cost of labour, provide tax breaks, uh, offer direct uh, support to businesses through subsidies and cheap loans, and and in particular, this process of fiscal stimulus is ongoing. And this week we saw the European Union unveil a 750 billion euro stimulus package. And in Japan, the government approved a $1.1 trillion package that includes financing to assist struggling businesses and subsidies to help businesses pay rent. But this enormous policy support of business on its own I don't think will be enough to sustain an ongoing equity market rally. And I think the market will be severely tested every time the recovery looks like faltering. And these tests will come not only from the ongoing fight against COVID, but also from the escalation in tensions between US and China. The question for equity markets will be whether or not central banks and governments can extend policies as intermittent economic crises arrive, as they did over the decade following the GFC, or whether they run out of monetary and fiscal ammunition. If markets form the view that monetary and fiscal policies are no longer effective, then I think we're in for an explosion in equity market volatility. There you go. And so even though this rally has uh, not been necessarily uniform across all global markets, Matthew, Australia has certainly been a laggard. And I personally found this quite surprising given how well we've contained COVID in our, in our local economy. And we've also done a lot of support for employment and household incomes. What's your take on this? Well, I think in the case of Australia, it's been the composition of our share market that's been holding us back. The Australian market is, is heavily weighted to financial, energy and, and real estate stocks, which comprise around 50% of our market, compared to less than 20% in the US. And it's these sectors which have been the, the worst performing sectors during the initial COVID hit to the equity market. But now energy stocks have lifted from their low points as China is showing early signs of turning around. 
while financial and real estate stocks are also starting to turn around, especially given that the housing market is holding up much better than most commentators, including the banks actually, uh, had anticipated. So if the household sector can avoid defaulting on loans and China can continue to recover, I expect that the Australian market can continue to close the gap. Thanks, Matthew. And as you said, with the ECB adding that uh, large uh, fiscal stimulus this week and Japan also preparing more stimulus, it suggests that cost of capital you mentioned earlier is, is certainly anchored. And of course, as we mentioned earlier, I look forward to keeping up to date with you with regards to that JobKeeper in the week ahead. Um, thank you for listening to us on QPod. Please watch out for our next podcast and have a wonderful weekend.